Well, everyone, and welcome to the show where it's all about financial freedom with real estate. Let's do this. You're listening to the Financial Freedom with Real Estate Investing podcast, hosted by Garrett Lynch and Michael Blanc, where we talk all about how you can achieve financial independence through apartment building investing. Whether you're just starting out or you want to scale your syndication business, this is the show for you. Today, I'm speaking to anyone who has flipped a house, wholesale a house, bird a house, landlord a house, or who is thinking of investing in single family houses because I did the same thing. It's because that's what everybody does. That's what you're taught. So you figure you read Rich Dad Poor Dad and you say, well, I need to invest in real estate and that's the way to do it. I'm going to tell you my story and how I got started with real estate here today and also kind of what happened. Some of the mistakes I made, but also some of the successes I had that led me to continue investing in single family houses. And then the final aha moment on when I pivoted to apartments. So it's going to be a cool, awesome ride. I'm glad you're here today. I hope you can learn a lot about real estate investing in general and the pros and cons of real estate investing and single family houses, apartments, etc. Before we get that, I want to do a shout out to Malia, who left us a review on Amazon for the yellow book. It's called Financial Freedom with Real Estate Investing, just like this podcast. And she says, this book gives actionable steps. I have read quite a few investment books, and this one is by far the most eye-opening. She says, it truly gives you the exact habits you need to create in order to get your first deal done and pursue financial freedom. So that's awesome, Malia. Thanks for that. If you have not read the book, check it out on Amazon, Financial Freedom with Real Estate, and uh, leave us an honest review, and we'll shout you out here perhaps uh, if we can as well. So I want to shout out a success story, Chad Sheeler first joined our program back in May of 2022, and we just caught up with him recently. He closed his seventh deal, and two of them actually went full cycle, which means he sold them already, which is amazing. He's just beyond financial freedom right now, so it was good to reconnect with Chad. Congratulations. He did his mentor on a shout. His mentor was Philippe Schuligan, my favorite Frenchman. Philippe, thank you for all the good work that you're doing, helping people do their first deal and becoming financially free. If you want to consider working with us, then check us out. We're at themichaelblank.com forward slash mentor and just fill out a short application here and just get on a call with one of our advisors and see if apartments is even right for you. So regardless of whether you decide to work with us or not, you're going to get a lot of clarity on what you want to do, financial freedom, why it's important, and maybe how you want to get there. There's sometimes different ways to skin a cat. So check us out. We'd love to have a conversation with you there. So you read that awful book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? Certainly I did in 2004 and changed me completely because I thought I was a pretty smart guy. And maybe I was, but with regards to finances, I had no freaking clue. Like I didn't have an idea about passive income. So I'm sure you're listening, watching this right now. You've already read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it puts this idea in your brain about passive income and financial independence. It doesn't specifically tell you how to get there, though. It's not a strategy book. It's a mindset book. And so it uses confusing words like real estate investing, cash flow business, right? So, and so you're like, well, real estate investing, I, I want to get me some real estate investing, right? And what are you thinking, right? When you think of real estate investing, you think of HDTV, flip this house, and you think of wholesaling because it's easy. You don't need any money to get involved. You, you read on bigger pockets about the Burr method, right? So these are all the real estate investing strategies. And that's what people pursue. They're like, okay, I'm going to get me some financial freedom, and that's the way I'm going to do it. And, and that's certainly how I did it. And it took me a long time to figure out that it was never going to work. Because if you stop flipping, right, you stop buying, fixing, and selling, you're not making money. And then once you sell it, there's no residual. Then, well, what if we just created a portfolio, right, a real estate portfolio and just hold them? Well, that's challenging as well. Have you thought about how much passive income each house makes? 100 bucks a month, 200 bucks maybe, right? What if a tenant moves out? What if there's a major repair? 
So, and how many of these rentals do you think you need to actually replace your income right now? A lot. I did this math also, and I was like, man, what is going on right now? Like, this is completely broken. The whole real estate investing thing is broken. You know, and then every once in a while, you hear someone talk about commercial real estate, right? Like really scaling up. And you're like, yeah, okay, but I don't have the experience for that. And I certainly don't have the money for it. So let me get to, let me let me learn some, get some experience, and then I will just graduate in something more like that. And I thought that maybe you thought that you're thinking that right now. You're like, what are, you, what are we talking about? What's wrong with that? So I want to talk to you about the single family house investing mindset and how broken it really is. And so the way I started off, you know, I read Rich Dad Put on 2004 in my pursuit of financial freedom. I did flip a couple houses, okay? And it was magical. And those first two house flips I did, I made like $110,000 profit. And at the time, my salary was like $110,000 as a software engineer. So I was like, holy smokes, that's amazing. Now, the one thing I did right is I actually had a mentor. I signed up with a wholesaler. He wasn't a flipper. He was a wholesaler. But you know the, the hardest part is the deal flow, getting the acquisition, right? So he taught me how to you know, put up bandit signs, send out postcards, what to say on the phone, get it under contract. And then I figured I could, I could figure out the rest and hire a contractor, which was actually true. I mean, the hard part really is kind of the deal flow. And it was very valuable. I got two properties off that first postcard campaign because of what he taught me, which is awesome. And then though, my big idea though was not flipping houses at the time, it was restaurants because I wanted to get into a cash flow business. I was uh, close to some of the uh, early franchisees of Five Guys Burgers, which you may know. That territory was sold out, so I got into another, a pizza franchise at the time, and I met with some of the other guys. They're like, yeah, you hire a guy, they, you run, he runs everything or she runs everything, and you sit back and count the passive income. I was like, well, that's what I want. I want me some passive income, right? So I signed up to a 10-year franchise and went all in. I had a bunch of money from a software IPO of a software background. I'm a software engineer, and I was with a company in the late 90s called Web Methods, yeah, it went public in March of 2000. At the time, the most successful software IPO on the planet. Actually, our CEO opened up the NASDAQ that day, and that was when the, the dot-com bubble burst. Like, it all went down from hill from there. So we were all gazillionaires on paper, and then we were only millionaires on paper when we actually were able to sell some stock. Anyway, so I had a bunch of money, which was cool. And then I had rich dad, poor dad, and I, and I quit my job to pursue my financial freedom. So yes, I did flip a couple houses. I also actually took in a commercial real estate investing class. I learned how to negotiate short sales. I actually traded options, so stock options for 18 months. But my big idea was restaurants. It was a cash flow business and I had I wanted scale. I had magical spreadsheets to help me scale up this 20 unit territory. And the uh, recession changed all of that. And I'll make a, a long story short because I wanna talk about real estate and, and flipping, but. But through the recession, those restaurants, the sales just went down and never really recovered to the point where I could no longer afford my guy running my six restaurants at the time. I had to let him go. Now I'm running six restaurants. They're all an hour away from me, one way. And so I tried to put my heart into it, couldn't do it. It was like trying to catch a falling knife. And I realized finally I had to sell these restaurants. And just to give you an idea, these restaurants cost like $300,000 to open new, right? And I sold them for $30,000 cash you know, fast close. And it was, it took a lot longer than I thought. And it was extremely stressful. I'm like, these restaurants are losing money. I ran out of cash, almost lost my house. Now, while this is going on, I remembered my house flips like, man, I need to do something uh, for money. So I started flipping houses and I didn't, my, all my money wasn't quite lost at the point yet. I still had my restaurants, but it was deployed. Remember I went all in. I'm like, man, I'm going in. This is it. This is my permanent financial freedom. And I went all in. 
All right, hindsight, my gosh, I wish I would have started an apartments back in 2009. Holy smokes! No, but instead, Michael got into restaurants. Say la vie. One lesson there is I did not have a restaurant mentor who probably talked me out of getting into that particular franchise and also probably would have advised me to grow a lot slower than that than I was. I was very eager to parlay my money into passive income and led to a variety of bad decisions. So it goes. But again, I do remember the house flipping and I was like, man, I need to get myself some money and house flipping worked pretty good. So why don't I go back and doing that? Now, didn't have any money to invest. So I was like, well, why don't I see if someone wants to invest with me, right? So it was surprisingly easy to get friends and family to invest with me because it was a, you know, it was, it was a six month note, promissory note, and it, it had you know 12% interest and $25,000 minimum. So people would invest with me, you know, I'd maybe get four investors, we'd buy a house, fix it up and then sell it six months later. And then they get their money back. They're like, this is pretty cool. And they invested again, told all their friends. So at one point I had like a million dollars deployed. We flipped like three dozen houses over three years. It was pretty cool. And so while this is going on, uh, towards the end of this cycle, I got into my first apartment building. It was a 12 unit in Washington, DC. And I, I, I kind of got into it because I remembered my commercial real estate class I took in 2006 or so, dusted it off. So I got this deal from a wholesaler, 12 unit apartment building. And it was listed on the MLS. And I was like, wow, let me take a look at this thing. I dusted off my stuff. That's kind of when I started developing. I developed my syndicated deal analyzer back in 2006 because actually I was calling on brokers in Texas at the time for about nine months until I got too busy with the restaurants and I, I stopped doing that. But I developed a spreadsheet that is now known as syndicated deal analyzer. So when this 12 unit came along, I dusted the thing off, put the numbers in. I was like, man, this could work, right? And it was kind of an afterthought because I was still in the middle of flipping houses. And I got five investors to put up $50,000 each for this deal. I think I bought it for like $480,000. I had to put $100,000 work into it and got into this thing. It was in Washington, D.C. And it was a complete and utter nightmare. Okay, let me tell you how bad of a deal this was for me because it was a Section 8 housing and it was I had a professional tenant in there. You know what that is, a professional tenant? Someone who knows the system very well in Washington, D.C., the good old district is very pro-tenant, makes it very easy to file complaints or call inspectors or even file lawsuits. They make it very easy. And this is exactly what he was doing. I didn't realize he was doing this with his previous owner and hadn't paid rent in three years. Okay, so now he was my problem and he was a really big problem. I couldn't really deal with it. Neither could my property manager until I realized I had the wrong property manager and I replaced him with someone who's familiar with Section 8 housing. And then within three months, the problem went away. In the meantime, though, I was dealing with lawsuits and fines and all kinds of stuff. I mean, I had inspectors crawling all over the, the building. You know, of course, he wasn't paying any rent at this time. And it was, I literally almost ran out of money. Like, I, I, I don't know, another three months and it would have been, it would have been devastating. I would have had no more money in this, in this deal. And so again, lesson learned here. I didn't have a mentor again. Dash darn it. Didn't have a mentor because that mentor would have basically told me not to invest in pro-tenant areas like Washington, D.C. And then he also would have told me to get a, pro a property manager that is appropriate to whatever the property is. So Section 8 is a specialty housing, student housing is specialty, things of that nature. You know, you have to get the right property manager for this stuff. Well, I didn't know this stuff. I'm a smart guy. I can figure this stuff out. All right, so what if I get punched in the face on the way through? All right. So, but what happened is, and with this thing finally went from a completely exhausting, stressful, while I'm trying to get out of the restaurants and I'm flipping houses. So I'm working like 70 hours a week during this time. And it kind of became quiet. And I'm going to say, quote, boring. Meanwhile, though, it was just it was just sending me mailbox money for fifteen hundred bucks a month, and I was like, after like three months of this, I'm like, I was wondering what's going on with the apartment building over there, but it keeps sending me money. 
And wait a minute, if I'm not buying and fixing and selling houses on a flips, I'm not making money. Wait a minute, something is not right here, right? The house flips is not passive. There's no residual income. It's not really what Robert Kiyosaki talked about in his book. And I was like, my goodness, maybe I should stop flipping houses and start buying more apartment buildings. And that's kind of when this light bulb went off. And that's kind of when I shifted. And so I shifted in, in essentially 2014 is when I kind of made it a thing. And that's kind of when I started blogging about it because now I'm a local expert, right? In DC area. Oh, there's this guy, Michael, bought an apartment building and he raised it with investors. It's called a, what is it called again? It's called a syndication. Sounds illegal, but sounds fascinating, <laughs> right? And so I was giving like these, I actually taught a seminar one day with the owner of a RIA meeting, the same mentor who mentored me in a wholesale and bought this RIA, okay? A shout out for Tom Z up in DC. And he had me like teach this class. And I actually had like, I don't know, 24 people show up. They paid like 200 bucks to spend the day with me. And I just went all the through all the stuff I did. And I, I sold half of them to like a $200 where they got all my documents and templates. And of course, the analyzer in the day. I was like, this is so fascinating. Why would these people spend their Saturday and spend like 300 bucks on learning this thing? <laughs> and it was fascinating to me. And that's when I realized that that was the way forward. It, it was the, the single best way to actually become financial free. All I had to do was scale that thing. And I, I realized that that, that 12 unit now, I would never never do a 12 unit again. I would have done a 25 unit, right? That the next deal, I, I only needed maybe one or two, maybe three of these properties and, and I would be done. Versus if I built a, a portfolio of single family houses and let's say I wanted $10,000 a month in income, then I would, and, and each house would present, you know, maybe create 200 bucks worth of cash flow per month. I would need 50 houses. And I just spent three years flipping three dozen houses. I'm like, man, that doesn't appeal to me at all. Well, luckily I didn't do that. But, you know, but who knows? Maybe I'll talk you out of doing it as well. So this is really when the light bulb moment went off for me that this whole thing about single family house investing, if you really, really think about it, is kind of fundamentally broken. I mean, it really can't lead you to permanent financial freedom, right? Because if you're not, if you're wholesaling, you're transaction based. Flipping is a little better because you generate a little bit more, more money, but it's also transaction based. So that's not passive. Now I can do the Burr method, which is pretty cool. Burr method is a lot more, is a lot stronger because I'm actually trying to build value add deal and I can, I'm recycling the money I'm using, the, the lender or the hard money lender I'm using, and I actually kind of repeat it, right? So it's not just landlording, buying a cash and hold property, it's actually improving something. And that's pretty cool. And you can get a little bit of cash flow from that and then you get chunks. So I like that again, but again, if I'm looking at $7,000 or $10,000 a month in income, how many of these burrs do I need to do? And at what point can I become full-time and, and live off of that? So it's, it is more powerful than, than flipping for sure, but it's still not gonna get me to permanent financial freedom. And it's it's not the kind of tool that I can use necessarily to build generational wealth. It's a lot of work also, these burrs. I mean, they're, they're a little bit like flips, but you're not selling them right away. And so the idea of apartment buildings really is the number one way to build financial freedom. The problem with that, of course, is when you're listening to this right now, you're like, yeah, Michael, that's great. I've heard that before, but I don't have the experience and I don't have the money. And I felt the same way, exactly, because this deal that I got was off the MLS from an, obviously a, a single family house broker. And when I did this deal, I felt pretty good about myself. But then I was actually calling on, so I was like, mom, maybe I'll, I'll turn this into a thing. And what I found was I didn't feel like I could, I could do it again. I kind of found like I got lucky. This wasn't really a strategy for me because I didn't really, I didn't get this from talking to brokers. I didn't get this from actually working some kind of system. I just didn't think I could do it again. 
And so I didn't have the experience. And when I actually started talking to brokers, they weren't very impressed, right? With my house flipping, house flipping journey. This was back in 2006 when I was calling on these Texas brokers. When I called them, this was actually, I, had, I was just, I had flipped maybe a couple houses at, at that time. And they asked me about my multifamily tracker and I didn't have any. So it was bizarre. Like my house flipping background, the little I had, didn't do me any good at all. So I didn't feel like I'd had the experience and I didn't really have the the money. And it was really hard, by the way, to, to, to get those five investors. They were not, there was only one of those five investors actually invested within the single family houses. And the, all the four ones were new. And it took a lot of work to get that, to get that done. So I, I just really f- did not feel I could do it. I didn't have the, 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 the cash to really scale this up. And you may be feeling the same way. Now, I kind of figured this out over the years, but right now, just in working with so many people since 2014, since we've been teaching people how to do that stuff, we now know that you don't actually need single family house investing experience at all. It's, it's pretty cool. So if I can talk you out of it and out of wasting five years investing in single family, if I can do that, then it's fantastic. The biggest light bulb moment for me was the ability to raise money. And it started with raising money for single family houses, still raising money. Yes, it's a promissory note, but the idea is still the same thing. I realized that my ability to invest in real estate is not limited by only my resources. And at the time I didn't have any. In fact, if I could, if I can get partners to invest with me, I could do any amount of deals I can. So it's just a matter of deal flow and raising capital. And that was amazing to me. And once I put the two together, I was like, my gosh, I can do this again. I can do this again. And it took me a long time to do it. Again, I'm a slow learner and I like to do everything myself. We really started scaling our portfolio in 2017 because I focus a lot on blogging. I really felt like I wanted to share this message. I felt so convicted about it. And so in 2017, we really started scaling the portfolio. We we're, were doing like six or seven deals a, a year and just really built it up. And from that experience, what I just said is to be true. You don't need investing experience and you don't, you don't need a bunch of money in the bank either. And that's really, really encouraging. We know that because we've helped dozens of people do their, hundreds of people do their first deal and, and quit their job, which is awesome. You can go to the michaelblank.com forward slash wins and just look at the case studies on there. You can actually, it might be really good just to watch them. You have so many different, from so many different walks of life who are successful, which is why not only do I believe that's the number one real estate strategy to become permanently financially free, but it also works for the largest group of uh, largest yeah, kind of people from all over. Whether you're more of an analytical type, maybe introverted to more an extroverted person, but you're maybe not a numbers person. And it's because in a syndication, you need both a deal finder and a capital raiser. And so this is really unique. This is why in multifamily syndications, the joint venture is a thing. Like it's really the only thing. It's very rare that you have one person building up a syndication. It's really at least two partners. And it's they, one is going to be a deal finder. There's going to be the analytical types. And then there's going to be the capital raiser who are more of the relationship people. And they, they typically are the kind of person that will raise capital. And those two get together fantastically. And this is also like if you were to start working with us, for example, the first deal that our students do, it takes about six months to get the first deal on a contract and the average size is $4 million. Now you might be like, well, how in the world is it even possible to do a, a, that large of a deal in the first one? And it's because, well, first of all, you're working with us. We have a team of experts, everyone from picking markets to actually analyzing deals to full-time syndicators that you get access to in our, in our program. And so they're gonna push you your comfort zone and they're also going to facilitate this joint venture process I talked about. And you're going to be following, you know, kind of a proven system. We call it a dealmaker blueprint. You made me talk about it. I'm a former engineer, so I'm very step-by-step. And you're going to get kind of a, a full support, right, from our team. 
and then there's a network. And all three are really, really important. You got you to gotta follow a system, which I didn't have. You need the right kind of support. We have a team approach. And then you got to have the right network. And if you do that, you're going to be very successful in this business. So I'm just really excited about apartment investing. And it's just worked for so many different people. So that's kind of my story here. And maybe you're in a similar story as well about single family house investing. I just want to talk you out of it. If you haven't done it before, but you're thinking of, maybe I can steer you another way. And if you've already done it, you might know from firsthand what I'm talking about. And you can't really seem to scale your portfolio in a way that you want it. So this is the solution. And if you're not really 100% sure about this, there's a free video course that's called Apartments 101. You can go to apartments101.co.co. And it's just four videos. I kind of go deep on how to get started with apartment building investing. I talk about how to overcome your lack of experience, how to build a team, how to raise capital. These are the typically the, the biggest objections I, I see from people. And if you're like, man, this is really cool. How? What's the next step? Then we'd love to have a conversation with you. And just go to that URL I talked about earlier, themichaelblank.com forward slash mentor. Just fill out the form. It's really a no obligation call. And just to see if this is the right thing for you as well. And if you listen to this going, man, I'm just getting tired from listening to all this work. If you're more of a passive investor, or maybe you are you want to become active, but you have some money to invest yourself and you maybe want to invest it passively first, if you're one of those people, I'd love to have a conversation with you on our investing company. That's called Nighthawk Equity. So just go to nighthawkequity.com forward slash join and just, just click the join button and you can schedule a call with us as well. It really starts with a call. I'd like to have a conversation with you, get to know you a little bit, a little bit more, and then present you some of the upcoming investment opportunities. Again, these are all, all these no obligation calls. We don't have any like ninja powers to manipulate into doing something you don't want to do. But what we will do is we'll ask you some difficult questions. For example, why is financial freedom important to you? This is a really important question to answer. It's not about, hey, I want to make $10,000 a month. That's, that's a really, really weak why. What is it? Why is that financial freedom so important to you? Really answer that question for yourself. And if you have a very strong reason for pursuing it, then you will just simply walk through open doors as they come. And that, that phone call may be the first opportunity for you to explore that with someone. But anyway, I just want to tell you my, my story. And if I can talk a few of you out of single family housing and right into multifamily, okay, then I've done my job today. So really appreciate you hanging out with me today. Let's get that first deal done, become financial free, and I will catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Take the next step toward financial freedom by enrolling in the number one apartment investing course on the market. The Apartments 101 Masterclass will give you proven strategies to buy your first apartment building with no money down. Sign up for free lifetime access to learn how to close your first deal in as little as 180 days. Head over to apartments101.co to start your free training. That's apartments101.co.